Shalom we are holding in Shabbat Yitro, and the Mishnah Yomi is holding in Mishnah Ches in Eruvin Perik Dalit. So chapter 4, Mishnah 8, Imenu Makir, if he doesn't recognize a place. Now yesterday we said if someone sees a landmark, a specific landmark that he knows is 2,000 Amot, within 2,000 Amot rather, of his house or his Tchum, and he's already 2,000 Amot away from that, he can cause his Shvisa, his Shabbos dwelling residency to be at that specific place, the trunk of the tree, the Mishnah uses the example, uh, and then he can go 2,000 Amot to that place, and then another 2,000 Amot to back to his house, even if he's, you know, late coming home on Friday afternoon. So Mishnah im he doesn't see a landmark he knows, he's not an expert in the law, he did not study the Mishnah Yomi, uh, so then he says, he knows there's such thing as a shvisa, he knows such thing as a tchum, so he says, my shvisa is where I am right now, in my place. He acquires his place. He can go 2,000 cubits, 2,000 amot in every direction. And the Mishnah explains, what kind of amot are we dealing with here? A gulot. We mean in a circle. We mean he can go with a, uh, a radius of 2,000 amot, which forms a circle of a diameter of 4,000 amot, divri Rebbe Hanina ben Antignos. That's according to Rebbe Hanina ben Antignos. They say that he gets squared off area. What this means is he basically gets the circle with a radius of 2,000 amot, but he also makes a square around it, kitavla uh, merubat, like a like a square board, kedeshe niskar lezaviot. The Mishnah explains, so he gains the corners as well. So Rabbi Hanina ben Tignus had him with a circle, radius 2,000, and the sages add the corners of that square, which uh, circumscribes said circle. Great, on to Mishnah Tess. And this is what they said. Now this refers to the last Mishnah, that someone can say, my tchum is where I am standing right now, if he doesn't recognize a specific landmark that's closer to where he wants to be. So this thing that they said, they can verbally designate his tchum, his shvisa. He'onim arv raglav. This is what they said, the poor man gets to make an Erev just with his feet, by going to a specific place and saying, this is my shvisa, where I stand right now, bim komi, then he zoche that to be a shvisa. Amar Rabbi Meir, anu ein lanu ela ani. And for us, we can apply this halacha, this leniency, in a sense that you can go to a place and make that your the center of your tahum. This applies only to a poor man, since a poor man doesn't have extra food or extra bread to send to a specific location. Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. Echad oniv, echad asher. Whether the man is really poor and does not have any extra food to make an erev with, to leave at a certain place, even if he does have extra food, he could theoretically send his food to that location. He's also allowed to go to that location and orally designate, say, this is my makom, my shvisa. We don't require someone to make an Arab with bread or with food. That's a leniency on an asher. Asher just means a rich man, but here it means anyone who has extra bread to spare. Shloit say the Arab Raglov. So he doesn't have to go to a specific place and make an Arab with his feet. So what the Machlokas is, is what's the Iker Arab? So Rabbi Meir says the Iker, the main thing of Arab, is to put food in the Makum Shvisa, in the place he wants to make his Shabbos residency. And the fact that you could go with your feet, that's only a leniency, only for a poor person or someone who's traveling on the road, then he could do it like that. But Rabbi Huda says the Iker Eruv is to go there personally 
uh, with your feet. So anyone can do that, whether he has extra food or not. And the using food, using pots, bread to make an Erev, that's a leniency that if somebody has extra food, they can put their food there, Erev Shabbos, or send it with a shliach to there and designate that as his place. Uh, Shabbat Shalom. And if you're learning after Shabbos is over, Shavuot Tov Mevrach.